Uh, brothers and sisters, I am so glad that you joined me for the Lord's Word of God today. And I'm just Joe, no title. And today we're going to look into Christ's doctrine. And so if you brought your Bibles today, please turn with me to the book of Colossians chapter 1. And we'll start reading verse 15. He is in the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. So Jesus is here in the beginning with God the Father and the Holy Spirit, and they create the heavens and the earth and everything that you see and know of. And so it's important to understand that to believe Christ's doctrine, he came from heaven incarnated in human form to die a sacrificial lamb death for you and me, for our sins, to redeem man back to God. It's amazing grace and amazing love. And it's powerful. So now looking at in the same book, Colossians chapter two, verse nine, speaking of Jesus, for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And so Godhead represents the Trinity. It's in him is all the fullness of God, the father, Jesus being second in the Trinity and in the Holy Ghost. And they are all one. Do you understand? To look at the power of Jesus, which is something that we don't really look at many times. We're always focused on the love and grace and amazing sacrifice that he did for you and me on that cross on Calvary. Well, turn with me to Exodus chapter 12. And God has told Moses that he is going to produce one more last plague. It's the 10th plague against Egypt and against the Pharaoh to have him let his people go to deliver them out of bondage. And so he's told Moses to have the Israelites kill a lamb without blemish and put the blood over the threshold of the doorpost so that when the angel of death comes along, he will pass their house by the Passover that they celebrated last week. And so we're going to read verse 29 and 30. And it came to pass at midnight that the Lord struck all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeons and all the firstborn of livestock. So Pharaoh rose in the night, 
he and all his servants and all the Egyptians, and there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was not a house where there was not one dead. Are you hearing me, brothers and sisters? That's Jesus. God and Jesus are one. We don't want to cross Jesus. We don't want to walk in a different direction as our Lord and Savior. The mind of Jesus is to please God and do his will. And we have to have the mind of Jesus to receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So turn with me to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And reading again about Christ's doctrine, we'll read verse 3. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again on the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. After that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once. And brothers and sisters, he was here for 40 days, walking among them, showing the world that he conquered death, and they could not hold him down. And he walked with them before he ascended to heaven. We look forward to the day that he returns. Amen. Amen. So now, turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and we'll start reading in verse 19. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you? whom you have from God, and you are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So brothers and sisters, we were bought with a price. Remember, God Almighty sent His only begotten Son to come incarnated in human form, to die on a cross for your sins and mine. That's the price that he paid. That was the price that had to be paid so that you and I could someday live forever and ever in the paradise of heaven with our Lord and Savior, Jesus. And so we need to have the mind of Jesus, which is to please God and do his will. And Jesus, the first thing he preached and that's found in Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, repent means to turn from your sinful ways. And so if Jesus came to die for our sins so we could be saved, it wasn't so we could continue sinning. Or he would not have preached repentance to change from your sinful ways. He came so we could beats in with the power of the Holy Ghost, which is inside of you, if you're saved today, if you believe that Jesus came incarnated in human form to die on the cross for your sins and mine, and you have repented of your sinful ways, brothers and sisters, you have the Holy Spirit in you. And that means you have power over sin. You have power to reject the devil's temptations. 
You can't beat the devil without the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. But when you are a baby Christian, you have a carnal mind. And you can't have a carnal mind if you have the Holy Spirit in you. You see, brothers and sisters, we have a soul, we have a heart, and we have a mind. And the soul is inside the heart. And your spirit is in your mind. That's your personality. And the soul is yourself, you. And when you die, your soul either goes up or down. And the, the heart stays with the body and deteriorates with that. Many people are walking around and they seem to have a good spirit in them. But deep down inside, they have a carnal mind, many evil thoughts. And until they make proper changes in their life to repent, then God will renew their mind completely and change that stony heart of theirs into a pure, loving, circumcised heart and fill them with the Holy Spirit. But they have to make proper changes in their life and then God will make the complete change and fill them with the Holy Spirit. And turn with me to the book of John, chapter 5. And we'll start reading verse 22. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son, that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. I'm reading from verse 28. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Now, he says here, if you do good, you go and be resurrected to be with our Lord and Savior in the kingdom of God. But if you do bad, you go in the other direction, right? doesn't matter if you believe in God. Remember, in James it says, even the demons believe and tremble because they know they're going to hell. Right? So you have to live for the Lord. You have to have the mind of Jesus to please God and do His will. Amen? Amen. And it's not His will that you continue to sin. In Hebrews 10.26, it says, if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. Well, brothers and sisters, the sacrifice was Jesus dying on the cross for you. Without it, you can't make it to heaven. And what that means is you've gone back to sinning the way you did before you were saved. There's no more sacrifice. If you had the Holy Spirit, it's taken out. Right? You've turned your back on God. He's turned his back on you. Brothers and sisters, we all fall short of the glory of God. The only one to walk the earth perfect without sin was Jesus. And he knows that. And he knows that we're going to make mistakes. And we ask for forgiveness with remorse in our hearts. And he forgives us. But... If you go back to sinning the way you did before you were saved, that's what's called backsliding. He doesn't want you to backslide. 
you don't want to be in that lifestyle when our Lord and Savior comes to take his church. And he's coming in our generation. So we need to continue walking with Jesus, pleasing God and doing his will. Amen. Amen.